Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, Your actions speak so loudly, I cannot hear what you're saying. Our behaviors are a form of communication, and that's the topic of today's episode. Welcome to Communication on Point. I'm your host, Dean Hefta. Let's get started. When we think about communication, the easiest thing to consider are words and things that we write, things that we say to people. Those are the traditional ways that we think about communication. The reality is, not only do our words that we write and say become a form of our communication, but maybe even more importantly and more significantly, the things that we do are a form of communication. So let's talk about our behaviors and how they affect how people hear us and how people see us. You know, one of the things that I've noticed in my career is people have a desire to help others, a tendency to make promises. And today I want to talk about why that's important, some of the things that we need to consider in that, and what happens when those promises aren't kept. As a society, as relationships, as coworkers, as friends, a big part of that is built on trust. And trust is a form of, you could say, predictability. Do I trust that I know what's going to happen in the future? Do I trust that I know how you're going to behave? It is a way that I have assurance of the future. I trust in what's going to come. It's a type of forecast. Now, people love to beat up the uh, weather forecasters because what they're really saying is, I heard this prediction two days ago, and now what I'm experiencing for weather is very different. I don't know that I trust their predictions. And what happens is, when we find ourselves in stressful situations, our senses, our observations, and the impact of those predictions, of our ability to trust others and to forecast what things are going to be in the future, is amplified. We're hypersensitive, we're hypervigilant, we're tuned in to what's happening. And so whether that's in a workplace or in the challenges that we're experiencing with the pandemic, these environments amplify how we perceive and how we're tuned into the behaviors of others. So it becomes even more important. You think about that, a organization's going through a great number of changes and the staff is very anxious they're going to be overly tuned in to what the executives are saying and what they are doing, and they're going to read into that. So that means that as leaders, we need to make sure that we are very congruent in what we say and what we do and the promises we make and the follow-throughs that come behind those promises. And we have a tendency, I think, in the moment, and there, there's a handful of things that I want to dive into that can help us increase our awareness of how do we improve our communication with our behaviors. And one of those is in the moment, we have kind of this elevated enthusiasm. Maybe you're having a conversation with somebody and they say, hey, would you be able to do this thing for me? And we're so caught up in that. We're, we want to please. We want to be the hero. We say, yes, I will do that. And shortly later, we think to ourselves, oh, what have I done? What have I committed to? And 
in that moment, we kind of have succumbed to the instinct to look good, to help others, and to avoid discomfort. See, when I'm standing there with the person who's maybe asking for a favor or wanting something done, I really don't want to see the disappointment in their face, right? Isn't that part of what's going on? I don't want to let them down in person. And so we begin justifying it to ourselves like, yeah, I, 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 th- I think I can do this. I will be able to do this. Yeah. Uh, and I want to help them out. And I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to say that I can't. And so in the midst of that enthusiasm, we say, yes. And here's the challenge. That's a form of communication. Now, we've, we've made a commitment. And the only way to complete the loop of that commitment is to do what we actually said. That's the only way that the communication gets completed. And so when I don't follow through on that, that's a form of miscommunication and it affects our relationship and affects the credibility that I have and the likelihood that they're going to trust me in the future. So there's five things that we're going to talk about. And that first one that we're just discussing is enthusiasm. And it's the enthusiasm of the moment. So what do I do about that? Well, I need to have some presence of mind in that moment to really be able to understand what does this mean when I say yes? What's the impact of me saying yes right now on them and on me? And what's the likelihood that I'm actually going to follow through on what I just said? Now, part of our growth, a part of our improvement of our communication comes from increasing the likelihood that we set ourselves up to follow through on every commitment we make. And when we do that, how people perceive our communication and our self-awareness and our integrity goes up. So the other four are tools that we can use to improve how do we handle that moment. When we need to make sure that the things we say we're going to do, we're going to match the things that we actually do. The second thing is making sure we get clarity. One of the biggest challenges, one of the biggest hurdles that we have in executing on commitments, following through on the things that we say we're going to do, is lack of clarity. So if somebody asks a favor or involves us in a project and they have a vague request and we think we know what they want, but we're not quite sure, but we don't take time to say, I want to make sure that I understand this very clearly so that I know what it is you're wanting. And building that clarity means I understand what's the challenge that they're needing help with. What does success look like? What is the output of what I'm going to work on? How does that look? What are they going to experience from that? What's going to be the thing that they get from the work that I do? So I need to make sure that I have clarity. Who else is going to be involved in this? Are there other people that need to be pulled into it or checked with on this progress? So taking just 30 seconds or 60 seconds to gain clarity before I make a commitment is going to improve my ability to make a sound commitment. So that's number two. Number three, fit. I call this one fit. And that is, am I the right person to do this job? I might be able to do it, but 
if I think about what another person is asking of me, there might be other people that can do it better and faster than I can. And they not they maybe aren't even connected with them or they didn't think about those other people. And they came to me because they know that I'm helpful. And if I'm really focused on helping them, it doesn't mean that I have to do the work. It means that I have to help them solve that problem. And solving that problem the best way possible might be saying, you know what, Debbie is actually much better at this than I am. And I think we should talk with her to see if she has time availability to take this on because I tell you what, she's going to do it faster and you're going to get a much better quality product than I would give you. I'd be happy to do it, but I'm thinking you're going to get a better result from Debbie. So having this self-awareness, this presence of mind to know what are the things that I'm great at? Is this something that I'm a good fit at? Or are there other people that we might pull into this to do it instead? So that's number three. What's the fit? Number four is time frame. A big challenge in getting things done is getting clearer on our time frame. So other people might be operating on a different time frame than we are. In fact, they usually would be. Why wouldn't they? Someone might say something as, as unclear as, when you get a chance, would you be able to take care of this for me? And our instinct is to say, yeah, sure. And we might be thinking sometime in the next three months. And in their mind, they still do have a time frame. There is a time that they want it done by, and it might be this week. And so in that moment, at the end of the week, they're checking to see, are you done yet? And you're thinking, whoa, 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 back off. I mean, I'm, I'm a couple months out from even having the ability to spend any time on this. So right up front, we set ourselves up for failure and disappointment because we didn't get clear on what's the time frame of expectation. That's in the interaction between us and other people. The internal side of that is, once we've said yes to something, we have to clarify what our time frame is. When am I going to be working on this? How much time am I going to dedicate to it? When will it be done by? The fifth and final one that helps us to increase the likelihood that we're going to follow through on the thing that we say we're going to do is taking a moment and getting really clear on the impact. See, the things that we don't believe are meaningful, we tend to put it on the back burner. We don't give it a lot of attention. And so early in that maybe discussion even, when someone's asking us to do something, we can stop and clarify, who is going to be receiving a benefit if we do this? How are things going to be better because of this work? What's the difference that this is going to make? What's the real purpose here behind this project? Once we have clarity of the impact on who's it going to make a difference for, what's the difference it's going to make, suddenly that becomes fuel for us saying, you know, this is something important. This isn't just busy work. This isn't just some favor somebody is asking. This is real stuff that needs taken care of. And so when we're clear on what the benefit is, what the purpose is, what the impact is, the energy that we have for execution goes up and the odds of following through on that promise is drastically improved. So think about these five things. When 
we're faced with that moment where we're going to make a commitment to an action. It's a form of communication. We say we're going to do something. We're going to follow through. We're going to take some action. Make sure that you're not being swept into the enthusiasm of being there with a person and having that little voice that doesn't want to let them down in person. So be be aware of that. Second, get very clear on what it is that needs to be done. Third, are you the right person to do it? Fourth, what's the time frame that it needs to be done by and what's my internal view of what my schedule is and how I can get this done and when it's going to be done by so I can get it off my plate? And fifth, get really clear on what's the difference that this is going to make in somebody else's life. Remember, your actions speak so loudly, I cannot hear what you're saying. I hope there's some tools here that you can use to increase your impact, grow your credibility, and build stronger trust with the people that count on you. If you have questions or thoughts or just want to reach out, my name is Dean Hefta, and you can email me at dean at clarisresults.com. That's C-L-A-R-U-S results.com. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Make it a great one.